0: Hello, hello, hello. This is Kimberly and Miranda with Tipsy Mystics. We decided to go live today for no reason at all other than just to keep ourselves, you know,
1: excited about life. Every now and then you got to like put on makeup.
0: Oh, yeah. And you and, and I wear shoes when I do this just because it feels more comfortable to me, even though
1: I I was using my feet a lot today, and they're very tired, so I'm literally sitting cross-legged. Well, that's
0: what gurus do anyway. That's what we do. That's what you do. What are you
1: drinking? You said you made a cocktail. What did you make? So I was not sure this was going to be delicious, but it turned out pretty good. I have tequila... Watermelon kombucha, obviously, don't want to let the fans down, <laughs> um, and some coconut LaCroix, and it's pretty delightful and uh, oh. summery, because it's summer weather here in Philly. It's like 88 today, toasty. Shit,
0: it's warmer there than it is here in Los Angeles. I don't, I don't know, I didn't venture outside past 7 this morning, but it's in the 70s. I actually am taking my first foray into canned wine. So I am drinking this Prophecy wine and I'm pretty impressed. It was pretty good. So anyway, I'm drinking it again. It's been a uh, very 5D week for us. And so we t- entitled this episode from the light grid because... We've been spending more time on that grid than we had on the 3D grid. I just wanted to say real quickly, just to give people a visual about what we're talking about with the light grid. Please uh, do. Flo- Thank you. Flora, who is a, a beautiful entity that I channel from Andromeda, wanted us to kind of visualize the earth as a globe with all of us people walking around on it and stuff like that, interacting. And then above that, our more informed selves also have created a grid that lies just around that globe. And it would be from a higher perspective as far as more love, as far as more sharing, as far as inclusion. And this grid that we here on earth tend to call the light grid is formed by the collective the collective has imagined this grid into existence so this is what you would call your new earth right and it's available to anyone and all that you need to do is to focus on it to interact with people and yourself from that state of love and then you make yourself available
1: to that light grid so I think what kind of helps me imagine myself there and interacting with people is that like everybody else also has a higher aspect of themselves on this plane. So even Mm -hmm. if you're seeing them on the earth plane, right, you are able to interact with them to talk with their higher self, your higher self can speak with their higher self, right? So you're The light grid you can speak with the light grid them yes, all the time. And so I think like anytime you have an interaction with someone or you're having an experience, maybe not a pleasant one, who knows, you can always sort of like pause and focus on this higher aspect of yourself, you know, put yourself there and just go from there and think, if I were my higher self, if I were talking to their higher self, what would I say? Or how would I feel about this experience? Or, you know, what would I want to happen next? If I were my higher self, right? If I were my higher self, what would I want to happen next? Right. Very good. Thank you. And that's
0: exactly it. So, you know, we, we each have selves on all of these planes having experiences. It's just a matter of, where you're focusing at the time with respect to your world. So with that said, we got the whole light grid thing going. And apparently there's a party going on.
1: Obviously, we knew this.
0: We knew this, right? This is not a secret, but the party is, and, and the word around town and the light grid is that there's an awful lot of people who are ready to make that shift. And it could be you, it could be your family members, somebody, right? Somebody that you know who's starting to show a little bit of a different behavior as far as like maybe more joyous, maybe more whimsical, like laughing more, uh, more peaceful.
1: More, I think for me, I've seen a lot of people who are more inquisitive.
0: Yes, asking questions, able, uh, willing to accept alternate explanations. Mm -hmm. Right. And those of us who are in the consciously awakened community, meaning that we're doing this consciously, focusing on it, making it our life purpose to experience our awakening and share it with people. Right. We kind of have a little bit of a reputation on the light grid. And that reputation is, okay, these people know both of these planes pretty well. Now one, they're just starting to remember again, right? So, I mean, we went through all the forgetfulness that, that other people did too, but also we generally, most of us had some difficult periods in our life where we actually got to feel that hard, dense, physical stuff, right? And so we're basically gonna be the hosts. We're gonna be the ones that will be there for those other people when they start being inquisitive. Like you said, when they start wondering how come your life is so different? How come you don't worry about things like other people do and everything seems to work out for you like over and over and we'll be the ones and anybody's invited Right. anybody who wants to be the one to share their experience with these people from the perspective of love,
1: we're we're hanging up the streamers. That's right, blowing, blowing up, up the balloons, baby. Right, yeah. popping the popcorn, whatever, whatever it is, you know, getting snacks together, mixing up the uh, punch, the checks mix. Mm-hmm. Right. So... It's a very the, 1950s party, apparently. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. With the, with the Harvest Gold Kitchen.
1: Yes. I like right? it, yeah. Or maybe uh, we, a mint green kitchen.
0: Or Avocado.
1: Yes, Avocado. Right, the best.
0: Avocado Kitchen. Uh, They did have a turquoise, too. Which that's the kitchen I had was the turquoise one. So from this grid, Miranda, what is different for you this week?
1: Whew. Well, geez, a lot more allowing, a lot more acceptance, a lot more peace and unburdening. So, if you listen to the podcast, last podcast I was talking about how, like, just immense bundles of money, just thousands upon thousands, tens of thousands of dollars were... Uh, leaving my bank account within like about a week, right? It became like a joke. So I was making assumptions as you do. Okay, so I'm trusting the universe. And this is how it's going to work out, right? Like I just have to wait till this period of time. And then if it's perfect timing, then I'll get this other money that I'm waiting for. And it'll come in at the right amount of time. And I'm like, you know, making up the scenario in my head. But as my team has always told me, don't even try that. Like, mm-hmm. you're just limiting yourself when you try and say what normal way it's going to come in, right? Like, allow it to be something totally different. And I have to say, yesterday, within about 20 minutes... It came in so many different ways. I got um, a check from someone that I would have never expected to get that amount of money from. Like, for no reason, out of nowhere. Um, And as my team told me today, they were like, that was out of love. That wasn't out of them having fear for you or or anything else. That was purely out of love. Um, A couple weeks ago, I was... I allowed somebody else to help me, right? I allowed help from somebody else and they got so much out of it that I added that sort of energy to the universe. So I got even more help from somebody else, right? So when you allow one person to help you, you're really making that choice to allow lots of people to help you, right? So abundance comes in so many different ways, not just money, although, you know, that's kind of what we're looking at right now on the earth plane but it comes in so many different ways so i got help from someone i would have never expected and then i found out a couple minutes later that like one of the bills one of the invoices i have was totally wrong so when Mm -hmm. i asked them to go back and look at it because i wasn't sure where this came from they were like oh whoops my bad just made up three grand So so in about 20 minutes, like, it totally changed from an anxious situation, like, I need perfect timing, to, like, I totally have a buffer. I have plenty of time to, you know, see what else comes up, right? If not even what the thing that I thought I was going to get money from could be something totally different. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so I'm just in that, like, just unburdened, just so much freedom. And then I've been waiting for these contractors to like finish up and not like, finally wonder if they're going to come to my house every morning. Right. So I have this, like, I have to get up. I have to do this. I can't go out. I can't do things that I want to do because I'm waiting for people or they're here. And And finally today they came and they, like, got all the crap and all the garbage from my house and all the reno stuff and it's just, like, gone. So it's finally
0: done. Yeah. I mean, mean, it's this iteration.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have to wait for the final inspection, but, like, we're solid. Like, I have freedom of time. Like, next week I can wake up whenever I want. I can get up. I can go for a hike. I can Uh, sleep in I can work I can do whatever I want there's nobody coming I don't have to like have somebody in my space if I don't want them to be like it's just a level of freedom that I mean in one way it's it's freedom of my physical form but you know every fucking thing's symbolic and it's mm -hmm. like on so many levels um you know I feel free I feel unburdened it's it's not too shabby Not too shabby.
0: And you were talking about how in the beginning when you first got this house, you were so excited. Nothing's happening. I want everything to happen. I want this thing to be built. When are these things going to start with this? And then you go through this period where there's all of these people in your house basically every day for five months, pretty much, right? And then now we hear you at the end of this where you're like, oh my gosh, I have my freedom back. So... This is a great example of the lessons, I'll put that in quotes always, right, that we give ourselves just to see how far we've grown and and are we recognizing how we're expanding during any situation. So you couldn't have this unburdened feeling of freedom that you have right now unless you had all those damn plumbers in your house, right, for all this time. It wasn't against your will, but it kind of was.
1: It right? yeah, You it had wasn't, that creative tension. Exactly. Yeah. It was this like pull and let go sort of feeling of like, I need you here. I'm so glad you're doing this, but get the hell out. Get fuck the hell out. <laughs> the <fuck> out. <laughs> Every day so, I'd be like, oh, are they sounds like they're they're cleaning up. They're about to roll out, right? I get my space back. And it's really funny, like, thinking back on last year when I, you know, I live alone. So it was I wasn't allowed to see another human being. And it was, like, so hard to not be able to see people and interact with people. Mm-hmm. And then here I am. Me, who would have thought that I would be excited again to not have people every damn day, right? <laughs> who would have thought after last year of all that isolation that I would again be so happy to have this? Um, you know, and also symbolically, like, a lot of the quarantine restrictions in Pennsylvania are being lifted, right? So, right. like, almost all of them. Yeah. So, we're basically
0: getting back to whatever. It's a new normal. It's not the normal that that right. we were but, at
1: beforehand. But a level of freedom that's so much more refreshing than we would have been able to feel without a year plus of You know, all those restrictions, you know what I mean? It just feels so much. uh, If you're into it, it feels really fucking amazing. And if you're kind of not into it, it's really scary. I know a lot of people who I was shocked when, you know, the CDC said, oh, you don't have to wear masks anymore if you're vaccinated. And they're like, this is bad news. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? How is it bad news? How is it bad news? Because because the people who aren't wearing their masks aren't vaccinated, they're anti-vaxxers, they're blah, 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 right? They're, like, still looking at it with fear. And it's like, wow, you're still afraid. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but it was was a very shocking thing for me that they were like, "Uh, this is bad news. I was like, how? But you know, that's their choice. I see it as like, yes, so many of us are like freedom, I feel good. And if you're still in that fear mindset, it's terrifying. It's even more it fear. It is, it is. Now,
0: see, it's that's just where, a cycle.
1: And
0: that's where people start saying, Okay, the earth is going to divide, right? There's all sorts of word about and, and people take it literally instead of figuratively. But the world is going to divide into the world that destroys itself and the world that moves on to have everything work out well, which is our light grid, which is where, you know, those of us who are listening to this are heading at least right now. And it's interesting how you were talking about assumptions because assumptions have been coming up a lot. I noticed that on the change from the, the, the 3d plane to the 5D plane or the light grid, we have to look at every single thing that we assume is true and we have to question it. So I'm pretty good about that. I question my associations a lot, but one one association I never questioned until today, until a nice guide had to put it in a YouTube comment, um, was my assumptions about assumptions.
1: Oh, tell me more.
0: Right now, you just made an assumption, right? That money was going to come to you after hard work, or after
1: this, or and money can... time, or whatever. Exactly. In a, in a way that I that right. I could see with my eyes, and my right. ego could expect, right? Exactly.
0: Mental processing make, make sense right? of
1: yeah. Exactly. Now that
0: assumption was basically. I li- obviously limiting you but you were you were looking in that direction and assuming that that was the way. Yep. Right? That's
1: it. There's no other way. Where else was exactly. it come from?
0: Exactly. And when you was <laughs> let's see if I can say this without messing it up because now we're getting to these concepts that aren't so easy to voice in in words anymore.
1: And I, and I do want to just um, stop you for a second and uh, relay what happened to me. So after this, roughly 30 minutes after all of this happened, I was checking out at the store and I made a joke to the guy checking me out. And he dead ass looks at me and goes, you make too many assumptions. Oh. And I was like, you, and I almost like peed myself laughing. I was like. Thanks guys. Yeah, I get it. You're right. Yeah. Touche. <laughs> exactly. And so
0: the even if you're on the 3D thing checking out in a in a hardware store or whatever, that 5D version of that person knows exactly what to say or what to do to help to move you along. And that's one of the ways you can tell when you're like, ah, there was a there was a very potent message for me in that statement. Right? Yeah. So the making of assumptions about anything is going to go. So it just opens up a whole damn Pandora's box of like Wonderland shit. Like, all right, I can't really depend on anything now being what I thought it was, right? It could be something completely different than I thought it was. And that turns us into Alice in Wonderland shit, right? Where everything is changing, right? Depending on the people that are imagining it at that time. So you got a collective and each collective is built from a bunch of individuals. And each of those individuals is having their experience and they're sending out their energies. They're sending out their assumptions, Right. They're sending out their great ideas and their shitty ideas and all of their ideas. And it bundles up together with the rest of everybody else's and it forms a collective energy. Okay, Right. So I don't know exactly where I was going to go with this because (laughs) it's going to go around in a circle before it comes back. But we're drawing on each other for all of this stuff. And we're creating these worlds as we go, right? Yes. There isn't there isn't just like, okay, we're aiming over here, right? We're creating it based on all the individual and collective energies yeah. involved. So I'm gonna tell you quickly about a, a message I got on YouTube about a video that I did in which the person said, your information is inaccurate. Basically, I'll break it they down. They said that
1: this. in the comment?
0: Yes. He said, you're, inf- okay. you're spreading false information, right? Now, this is okay. a video. It's old. And my ego was like, what the hell are you trying to And then I'm like, no, 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 no. If you're on this light grid, you say you're on, then there's a message in there for you. There's a lesson in there for you. It's not random. It never is, right? So look at the message and see what there is for you. Well, after I got over my little hissy fit and, you know, I'm always pulling up universal wisdom. What are you talking about? I started to sit down and think about possibilities, right? Now, someone's writing something as a comment and on any video at any time, they're writing it from their viewpoint, right? And to them, what they're writing is true, right? That's not
1: their truth.
0: It's right. And so when someone reads or listens to a video or whatever they do, and they're like, that is definitely not my truth, then they call you wrong, right? And so here was a person who's never met me and said, your information is wrong. And, and I'm like, well, are we on even on the same timeline? Do we even have the same truth, right? It's because the immediate thing was me to just go straight to, oh, shit, I'm wrong, I got to find out what I did wrong. Like that person knows more than me. So then after I get over that pissiness, the, my guides are sitting me down. They're like, why can't you just have fun with this? What do you mean fun? Someone just told me my information was wrong. I just distributed it to the world, to thousands of people, right? I gave them yeah. false information. And they're like, but it was real for you right you you distributed it with the best of intentions to the best of your ability and it was true for you and one person tells you that it's wrong and you doubt yourself yeah so now there's just the decision of to whether it still resonates with me because i mean anyone's going to know that they're not the same person that they were 2 or 3 or 4 years ago when they did or said anything right so expect there's four since-
1: years ago. Lord. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And yesterday, right? it's a completely different person for right? sure. Anyway, I just found it interesting that all, you know, you, you're tested also on this light grid, right? You're going to test yourself with your own judgment calls. Do you trust yourself on this level too? Are there people on the light grid that know more than you? Well, sure. There's always going to be someone that has a broader perspective. But would that person be contacting you out of love? Or out of... Right? You're you're doing something wrong. Your truth is wrong. They're going to contact you out of love and compassion. Anyway, I'm going to take the video down, I think, because... (laughs) It's not your truth anymore. You know what? It doesn't resonate with me anymore. And maybe that's the whole reason I just spent four minutes explaining it in that it just when I look at it and I and I feel the energy of it again, maybe I'm just going to say, you know what?
1: That's not my audience anymore. Yeah, that was uh, that was you telling you yeah. this isn't right. This isn't yeah. right in your world anymore. Yeah. And so and you threw a hissy fit. About total about you kindly telling you kindly pointing out a video of which you have too many to go through ever and like really Mm -hmm. decipher them. So he kindly pointed that out for you. The other aspect of you kindly pointed, well, maybe didn't kindly point it out.
0: It was pretty kind. It was pretty kind. It really was. But it also, and thank you for that, because you're right, right? And so sometimes it takes a a little soundboard like this to get even the, the other hidden lessons that or nuances of any situation that you can glean. The more nuances you can pull out of something and knock out of the park, the more you raise your frequency so that you can start having some
1: damn fun at this party. Heck yeah. So this reminds me of something I wanted to talk about. So, I was painting today, right? And I'm painting white. A wall, right? Well, I'm painting, I was painting ceiling today. Okay. Uh, And I'm painting white on white, right? So, it's already primed. Some of it already has white ceiling paint, but it has some patches. So, I got to do another coat. So, I'm literally putting white on white. And why it reminds me of what you were just talking about is because it is a lot easier when you have contrast, right? Mm -hmm. When you can see, oh, I'm putting a new color on top of this white, I see exactly where my lines are, right? It's really easy to know where I painted and where I didn't, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And why it reminds me of what you were just saying is because when we have these things come up, right, of this is wrong, you're wrong, this is false, that is contrast for us. And Mm -hmm. that helps us choose, right? That helps us focus on something, right, and choose. And the biggest issue for me painting without contrast is I have to, if you don't have this contrast, you have to have a memory. I have to remember where I already painted. And that is really difficult right so you probably painted some places twice absolutely wasted right and I'm sure I've missed a couple spots right Mm -hmm. so contrast really makes life a lot easier and helps us learn and helps us move forward right we're not just stuck in the same place painting over the same fucking spot multiple times so contrast really helps us make these choices right you're wrong am I Right. It Mm -hmm. makes you stop and go, am I? You know what? That doesn't resonate with me. Boom. I move forward. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm not stuck there anymore. I investigated it and I moved forward. So just actually like be really grateful and happy when you have contrast in your life. When somebody says something to you or gives you an alternate view, then you can say, you know what? Do I actually believe that or I don't? And then you make that choice, and you can you know propel forward into a totally different timeline, right it's It's very exponential when we have these when we have contrast. otherwise, it takes you a lot longer, you know what I mean if you don't have it to really learn about yourself, yeah.
0: And, and the contrast comes on often in, you know, from places you don't expect it, like some strange guy or girl, I don't know, on, on YouTube, right? Something that comes out so that it's like, I-, I definitely didn't plan that. Well, of course you did, right? Of course you did. You gave yourself a little fun. And there is actually a silver lining to this. Yes, I am going to review my video because it was a gentle nudge to maybe check and see if it still resonates. But... There was also some information that for me to look up and to research regarding the subject that like lit up a gigantic fire of, oh my God, we can have some serious wild fun here going down this creational path, right? And it included the Knights Templar, which I've been studying since I was like 10 and all of these things that I had forgotten about long before Dan Brown and his awesome books came out and stuff like that. Just I just it, that is the sexiest part of history for me, and that one little comment brought all of that back to me. And I'm like, oh shit, I forgot all about this stuff. This is fun. We're going to France. <laughs>
1: Fuck yes. <laughs> and, you know, it sometimes it happens the other way. Um, you and I are, are, are have been helping somebody out mm-hmm. with a project of hers. And I gave her some feedback on a, a site that she created on her uh, Indiegogo site. And, you know, she came back with me and she's like, you know what? I really appreciate you taking the time and giving me that. I, it really made me review it and think about it and investigate if if i wanted to go this way and she's like but you know what i decided i like what i have and and i published it i'm going forward but i appreciate you looking at it and i was like you know what i was that contrast for her mm-hmm. it gave her the opportunity to see it in a new perspective and she's like all in she's like yep this is what i mean this is how i want to speak my voice right and it probably mm-hmm. gave her a little more self-awareness, but she was like, I'm all in. This is me. So sometimes you get that contrast and you're like, no, this is this is it. I'm well, solid. It I'm good. De- it helps you define who you are at this particular exactly. moment. Yeah. You know, it.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say like five sentences and then I just said yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, because we're getting to be poets. I'm definitely seeing how the words are going to go away. Right. I'm definitely and I've never been a good poet. And in all of my timelines, I've never been a good poet, although I do hang around with um, Leonardo da Vinci a lot. He does help a lot with the drawing and stuff. Oh, by the way, and he he did. He He was in everything, but he did travel to
1: fucking course.
0: Of course, right? <laughs> he did travel to the castle that we're going to in France, that Knights Templar Castle with the Holy Grail and all that good stuff. He, was the, he made a pilgrimage there. So if he's going, we're, we're going. Um, I want to talk to you about
1: cicadas. Yes. I didn't know about this, but it's a popular story apparently in the East Coast. And I found out about it yesterday. So I live in Philadelphia. And apparently Brood X is about to come out in full force. So Brood Brood X. Brood X, right? Brood 10. That's a very sexy name. It is. It's a powerful name. So there are um, a number, I've read all about cicadas. So there's a number of uh, cicadas that are generational Brood X is a 17 year um, generational cicada. So, so it's the Gen X of cicadas. It's the Gen
0: X of We're cicadas. Badasses, yeah. <laughs> so, That's
1: true. So what happens with, so? and then there's annual cicadas, right? You, it's not like you don't have cicadas some years. Annual cicadas that um, they come out when they're mature, right? They just come out whenever they're mature. And they do their thing and they mate and whatever. But these generational, these they call them broods, right? They all have different names about where they show up. They, no matter how mature they are, they will wait for everyone else to mature. And then they all come out of the ground together. A cicada party. Is this not so symbolic it's so of what symbolic. we're doing, right? Like, as a collective, yeah. I might be maturing, you might be maturing and evolving, and we might be able to hang out in the light grid a little bit more than everyone else, but we're going to wait yes, till everybody can yeah. come, and then we'll get the party really started, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and then they come up, and they, you know, they... I mean, it's really freaking gross, actually. They, you know, <laughs> I run them out of the ground. They find a tree, right? They crawl up a tree. They uh, come out of their, ex, you know, shed their exoskeleton. And then they have their wings, right? Nothing symbolic there either, right? Nothing. Not at all. And apparently, they're really bad flyers and everyone just eats them. What? But Who eats them? Everything. Ooh, um, oh, people, people eat them. Oh, yeah, apparently it's, like, a delicacy, like, when they come out. But But this is another thing about them. There are so many of them. They come out in huge masses that you're, they're this, like, hive mind. Like, you can lose a good amount of them, right? But they have so many that they'll still survive and, you know, create new ones. But anyway, and then they come out for an um, scream. <laughs> For like six fucking weeks straight, <laughs> they scream, they have sex, the women lay their eggs, then they die. The live women in the died. ground. The women die? They all They've die. Everybody all dies. They all die. Well, as long as they had sex. 17 sex. years, they live in the ground, right? Like feeding on tree sap. And they come out and they scream, their sex scream, <laughs> their horny scream. And then they have sex, and then they die. Lay their eggs, have sex, and then they die. And then the next generation comes up. Isn't that insane? And so there are millions of them. Maybe. And they come up where trees are. And guess who has a lot of fucking trees? And guess who's the, a little ray of sunshine, too? So
0: if cicada is going to want to be around someone on Earth, they're coming to your yard.
1: Yeah. I mean, guys get ready because in the podcast in the next couple of weeks, they're supposed to be like popping up within the next week here. Um, It's going to be real loud. Oh, cool. There's going to be some sex screams (laughs) all night, every night, all day. (laughs) It's going to be real loud in my yard. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well,
0: you know, we always talk about like Everything that we have in our physical environment, it was somebody's idea, right? Including cicadas. Now, yes. I think it's amazing all of the different animals that they have. My favorite still being the Greenland shark. That's Do you know about animal? the Greenland shark? No, tell me more. So now we're going to go into this brief story about the Greenland shark, knowing that there is some brilliant mind out there, some consciousness that was like, I am going to invent the weirdest fucking animal ever on earth. Watch me do it, right? So that person invented the Greenland shark. Greenland sharks live under the ice, obviously, in the north, up in the north, under under the Greenland my, ice. By Greenland, yeah. Yes. They live for 200 years. Now, they live alone meaning that they don't travel together with anyone. Okay. I know it's sad. It gets worse, trust me. And they live under the ice alone for 200 years. Now, every once in a while, they might meet someone of the opposite sex and do their thing and go go on, but not very often. They are so alone. And this consciousness who designed these things designed them so perfect symbolically That they actually have parasites, one on each eye, that live with them.
1: Oh, well, then they're not alone.
0: These parasites are only found on the eyes of Greenland sharks. And so not only does the shark, he's blind now, he's wandering around under the ice for 200 years with One parasite hanging off of each eye as a friend. Now, if that isn't the most messed up, brilliant invention of an animal ever, I can't think of one.
1: Nature, go home, you're drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, some of this stuff. Some of this? It's I love watching those, like, videos and stuff online, on TV, of the just the weirdest things found in nature. They generally do happen to come, like, under the sea. There's a lot of, like, Mm. weird shit. There's a lot of weird shit under the sea.
0: Yeah. Well, water is an insulator. And symbolically, it's an insulator, meaning that it... This, you know, those a lot of things that go under there are away from the eyes of man, meaning that they can't they, they're not going to be destroyed so easily, at least in the old old world thinking. So now that we have more conscious divers and submarines that go deeper, we're finding I mean, the angler fish, dude, he's got a light hanging in front of his head. So I cool. Mean, right. So cool. So, Next time around, I'm going to be one of those damn animal designers. I'm going to put my ni- initials on it or something so Absolutely. everybody can know who it is. The KD dragon or something. We need some dragons. We definitely need dragons.
1: Wow. I mean, they're there. You just can't see them yet. I they'll know, be- but no,
0: I mean, we need dragons roaming the plains. Well,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: That's Soon. what we need.
1: Soon. Okay. When people can accept them, they'll be here.
0: Yeah. No, unicorns, that'll be nothing. That'll be like... Pfft. You know, you uh, go to a unicorn petting zoo. Truly,
1: there I 100% think that there are people on this planet who thinks unicorns are real, like legit. I totally do. Yeah, no, but like not even someone who's like, I'm awake. Like legitimately, they think they're they're here.
0: Oh, like part of the
1: flora and fauna that's walking around on Earth? Absolutely. There's people oh. who truly believe them. So... We already have that like in our corner, you know, adding energy to it.
0: Well, I'm I'm really looking forward to that stuff because honestly, you know, we've got a lot of really cool animals on this planet, but it would be really way more fun to have a dinosaur crossing once in a while. hmm Oh. Right. I mean, they stay within the lines. Right. Not walking over people or anything, but I don't know. I think it would be fun.
1: I I, I went on a date with this guy. And um, I forget why I talked about it. But I said something about um, a Warhol, which is a real fucking animal, right? It's like a up in the Antarctic. A Norwall? Yeah, Norwal, Yes.
0: Okay. A Norwall, right?
1: Not Andy right? Warhol. Maybe, on. maybe I don't maybe. know. Anyway, so I, I said something about the Norwal, which is a real animal, and he legit was like, "That's not real. That was just in the Elf movie." And I was like. <laughs> And I was I like, the "Same thing as he did, though." I had to look it up. It's like, no, they're actually real. <laughs> but wait, but they're real. wait, but and he hey, like legit didn't believe me.
0: But wait, now, now let's go back again because this is exactly the same thing I did with my YouTube guy.
1: Yeah,
0: right. They're real in our world but if he looked up an encyclopedia and he didn't believe in yeah, them maybe that normal wouldn't be there
1: right i mean i legit afterwards i was like no this has to be real maybe we did it on the date maybe i had to look it up and be like dude it's here
0: well it's in yours yeah but i yeah. mean i just think that that's amazing <laughs> that these are the judgment calls that yeah. we we're gonna have to start making when we're on this. just because
1: you can't see it with your eyes doesn't mean oh, it's yeah. not there
0: As Flora says, just because the water is cloudy doesn't mean the fish aren't there. Right. Right. So we've got a lot of unseen audience going on right now. There's a lot of things. And I'm starting to see more of them. Lots more lights. Lots more flashes of light. When my eyes close, I'm in someone else's life an awful lot now. Like I'm seeing other scenes And some of them are not human, which is very exciting to me. That
1: sounds fun. I want more of that. Yeah.
0: Same old me. Well, we are, uh, Flora has kind of mapped out that um, path to working on seeing more of those things. And so I'll be publishing that. And hopefully I'm going to bring her here next time and let her talk at us a little bit but um
1: shouted us
0: shouted us she's very she's very noisy okay so when we're talking about the the light grid again I would say yesterday for me was the most far away from 3d I've ever been like the highest frequency I've ever been in this body it was yesterday and I Went to Starbucks twice, in fact, right? I went there in the morning and I sat out.
1: Do you buy things every time you go to Starbucks? Yeah,
0: yeah, I do because I think it's important to support them, right? So I buy coffee and I sat outside and I'm watching things and I'm looking at everyone from a peaceful perspective and I'm seeing it reflected back in my environment like on a, on a very busy uh, Los Angeles intersection, like the cars aren't honking at each other and nobody's about to run into anybody else. And people are just kind of walking around being their thing. And that's all well and good. I go home, I do some stuff. And later on, I'm like, I'm going back to a Starbucks. So I went to a different one. And I just sat there and the people started to talk to me from that 5D level they're finally recognizing that I'm recognizing where I am. And so they're speaking to me, like you said earlier, higher self to higher self. Now, sometimes I'm, you know, still down in the, oh, my coffee's getting cold phase. But up there, they, they always give you the chance to go deeper into the conversation than just what the words say. And I told you yesterday, there was one lady that just stopped right in front of me. And she said, she just held up her hands and she looked around. She says, see, isn't this nice? I mean. And I'm like, yeah, it's perfect. And she goes, I know I can tell by your face. (laughs) And then she just walked away. I love that. Right? And so this was this was a chance that we both had to recognize that okay, we're both on a higher level of awareness for at least this moment and we can speak on that level consciously with each other. Yeah. And it's really easy when you're practicing at home, right? But when you go out with people like you did with the guy you you know, you were checking out with at the at the yeah. store, yeah. you don't always expect them to be speaking from that level, you know. That you was, we have to be open for that.
1: Yeah, but it was right? funny because it was. I have to say, it was like he had said it to me so many times, right? That's the way he said it. Like he's, oh, I keep telling you, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the first time. Clearly, the first time I met Mike, he also told me his name because he. I, I should review him. He gave me a. Here, why don't you review me online? <laughs> you should. Give him five stars. Yeah, oh, listen, ab- eh? absolutely. Yeah. Giving Mike five stars for sure. But <laughs> so for moving you along in your expansion. Yeah, for a, for a good reminder and a good laugh.
0: The assumption part. The assumption yeah. part is the killer, man. So I think that where we are now preparing for this party is way more fun than I ever thought it would be. Like to me, it was life was always about purpose. Like, okay, now here I am to experience my, my awakening and I'm going to be this, okay, I'll be an illustrator, whatever, but I really want to put my voice out to the world and help them wake up. Right. And that has a really big responsibility. If you're going to cast your, your voice out to the world, whether there's one person watching or 1 million, once you cast it out, it's out there and it continues to create. Yeah. And so everything that you say keeps going. And these little helpers that we have here, Mike and the and the YouTube guy, are here to help us, give us that contrast, right? Of, all right. You're talking on more than one level. You're not just talking to 3D people who are are scrolling through feeds all the time. You're talking to people who are listening on other levels now. Right. And you're responsible for communicating on those other levels with integrity.
1: Yeah. And you know what? You have been that person Mm -hmm. to someone else even when you didn't know it. Yeah. Like Mike or they didn't wouldn't be showing up. Mike didn't know he was a guide. Mike didn't know he was like sending a message from you know both our higher selves. We're having a conversation. Mm-hmm. He didn't know that. And yeah. uh, you know, you do that every day. You say things to people, you do stuff, you trigger them, yeah, whatever. You show them contrast, right? Mm-hmm. All the time. Your higher self pops in and says something or does something and uh it it helps somebody else out so we always i mean i've always kicked myself a lot for the things that i've done and i know i've talked about this before but like it's always perfect Mm -hmm. it's always perfect even if it's wrong and that you know wrong that's an assumption Right? right in that in that moment, it's not wrong actually. Yeah. Right, even it's from not. your ego, smaller self thinks it is because we're making it up it. as
0: we go along. Exactly. So how can you really be wrong? Right, because you don't how know what's happening next. You don't know what's happening next, and and that being open to what could happen, and still trusting that you're in a good world at the same time that's a big jump for a lot of humans, right? That's that's probably one of the biggest jumps is that they they're like, all right, I'm going to open my mind to these new things, to these new concepts, to maybe I am immortal, right? So if I am and I open myself up, anything could happen. And we're so used to looking at bad things happening that we forget about all the good fun shit that could happen. So The focusing on the good part of it, even if it's a lesson that comes in about making assumptions, right, or about an article that you wrote, there's always something good from it, right? You got a good laugh besides
1: reviewing your assumptions. Right. I mean, and maybe that video existed for somebody or a couple of somebody's, and it needed to be out there, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Somebody needed that. Yeah. And nobody needs it anymore, right? So let's... Maybe they've grown past it. Right. And it doesn't represent me
0: anymore, so...
1: So now it doesn't have to be there.
0: So basically, when you take something like a video out, you're... I mean, you're never really removing it from the timeline that it's on, right? You're basically removing it as a, a, a probability for someone to find. That is when shit gets really deep. Like, okay, I put it out there. If someone wanted to look in archives or something, they could find it, right? But those people who are making decisions now are going to have information available to them that isn't from me, that isn't misdirected in my, in my eyes for the way these people are starting to think. Like yeah, the, and it, it was it was related to the dark, to the darkness.
1: Yeah. It might just not be relevant on this timeline that we're on now. Right. right?
0: Just that not, was like my five relevant. sentences just said what you said in one sentence. Call it call it the canned wine syndrome here. But yes. The Warhol
1: so, syndrome. The Warhol <laughs> syndrome.
0: So tell us what's going on with uh, We have a couple minutes left. Tell us what's going on with
1: astrology and shit. Well, wow. this coming week, May 26th, I don't I think it's Wednesday, I could be wrong, don't quote me on that, I have no idea, days and Mm-mm. dates and stuff, these these days, I don't know days, Um, mm-hmm. it is a full moon lunar eclipse. Mm. That's a big fucking deal. It seems like we have those all the time. Well, we have full moons every month. We don't have you know, eclipses every month. But we have a few every year. I think it's a total eclipse. Again, don't quote me on it. But it is a full moon, lunar eclipse. Full moons are always endings, right? Mm. Culminations. And a lunar eclipse is going to be a big ending, right? A big checkbox. If you choose to, you know, check that box, right? We always say things come up sometimes just for you to be like oh yeah I've moved past that that's not me anymore right so it doesn't mean oh my god this hard thing is coming up again it's gonna be hard again it's no just be like oh you know not for me thanks bye so big endings coming up roughly around Wednesday right it's again days don't really matter so not necessarily gonna see it on Wednesday, any sort of day. Maybe we've are, I mean, I had a lot of endings this week. So maybe for mm-hmm. me it was today. Or maybe something else comes up. It's in Sagittarius, and Sagittarius is the best sign. I um my brother in law oh. bought me a little Sagittarius necklace and I wore it. So I mean, this is um coming up around um who we trust, right? Do we trust a, mm. a a guru do we trust a religion do we trust um the law right do we trust a morality of some such that somebody made up at some point in time in history or do we trust our intuition do we trust what feels right in this very now in this moment right so like who maybe do you want to end trusting right who do you want to say you know what Mm. fuck that moral paradigm that they believed in for so long right screw Mm. that religion screw that guru i don't resonate with that guy anymore that person i follow on youtube or instagram or whatever like there's some follower of are you awakening who's like no more Are You Awakening.
0: Right? Well, but he keeps cause... coming back and, and watching right. videos. So he's obviously here to help me. But yes, he, he's right, saying but... she doesn't resonate with me anymore.
1: Exactly. So yeah. maybe it's it, it can be that. It could be any sort of uh, belief that you held on really strongly. And you're like, you know, in this now, I'm going to trust this now moment and who I am in this now and what I feel and you know what's coming through, right? So have a conversation this Wednesday with your higher self on the light grid. You know, take a little visit, take a little stroll around the on the, around the light grid. See who else is there in your light grid neighborhood. Maybe it's someone mm-hmm. you didn't know, right? Yeah. So just be open to endings because they bring in the new stuff. They make room for new beliefs.
0: It is so amazing how much goes, like how much ending there is, but it's not, I mean, we associate endings here as sad and all the things I'm ending, I'm like totally thrilled they're gone, right? I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel so much lighter without that burden, whether that burden be a belief, whether that burden be an obligation that I finally, you know, got over or or a relationship that severed or whatever, like ah, huh. thank you. Like yeah. you have room to breathe.
1: Exactly. Right before I came on this call, have had a little chat with the team, and that's exactly what they were like. It's They're like, chill. Mm-hmm. Just chill out, man. Just chill out. You just don't have that burden anymore. Just feel light. Don't worry about it. You just don't have to carry that load
0: anymore. Cruise under the ice with your two parasitic friends and just... Mm-hmm. I mean he didn't look the Greenland shark didn't look all that upset. He looked you know okay. What?
1: Who knows what two hundred years is like to him because time isn't real. Yeah. It's held a hell of a lot faster time. today than it was yesterday or a month ago or a year ago. Ooh. Yeah. I have no idea how we made it to Friday. How we made it to May twenty first. No. Lord knows. I can definitely say on the light grid, the
0: time just doesn't matter. I look at the clock only when I need to. And because I'm supposed to do some something or be somewhere other than that, no idea whether it's dark or light outside, no idea what day it is, no idea anything. They and, won't and even let so me look- make a
1: to-do list sometimes. Like my pen yeah. won't work. I
0: love it. Just so much fun to have that freedom of, I don't know, and I trust. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good place for us to end. I don't know. Yeah. And I trust. So we are very thrilled to be here. It's a lot more fun. It's a lot easier. The party is getting bigger. I'm seeing more people out when I'm in that state that are interacting with me in, in, a, in a beautiful fashion. Like, okay, now she's here at the party. So let's get started. So Until next time, thank you all for listening. We love you very much. We don't know which timeline this one's going to end up on, but we're making it with love and we're sending out with love. So cheers. Cheers.